Hi guys, welcome to the Sushi Sushi podcast. This is the second one I've done so far. Um, the first one was just a little bit of a mess about, tell you that we're thinking about planning um, a trip to Japan. Well, good news is that's going to happen, and in fact it's only one week away now, and I'm particularly pretty excited about it. And uh, yeah, it's turned into quite a big quite a big thing for us really we uh, you know we were just going to go and check out some suppliers and maybe check a trade show out and now we it's turned into a, like a, a big event of discovery really we're going to do um we're going to film it we're going to hopefully chop it into lots of different videos and do a mini series put it out on youtube we're going to do all about japanese street food look japanese local food um and find out meet experts within within different um, the different cuisines within Japan. I mean, and we're just going to try and bring you some quality content, which I think you'll find really interesting, and hopefully meet some interesting characters and show you those as well. Um, so our plan is to um, fly from the UK to uh, Fukuoka, which is on Kyushu. Kyushu is uh, the South Island of Japan. So if you think of Japan, it's like kind of a banana shape, and uh, on the southwest, um, there's a, a sort of triangular-shaped island, and that's Kyushu. And in the north of Kyushu, uh, the main city on Kyushu is called Fukuoka. Uh, make sure you pronounce that right. And in Fukuoka, um, we have contacts down there who um, who own seaweed farms. So we're going to go and check out um, the seaweed farms on the Sito uh, Inland Sea, where a lot of um, seaweed is grown for nori, which is uh, used, uh, obviously, in sushi um, to make the, the black wrap that goes outside of sushi rolls. So we're going to go and check out how it's grown. We're going to meet farmers. We're going to go to the factories to see how it's processed. We're going to show, hopefully, film the lot and show you how seaweed gets from um, the sea onto um, a sushi roll, the whole journey. We're going to try and bring that to you, which should be interesting. And we're going to hopefully be trying seaweed and explaining what makes a good nori sheet, what makes a, a bad nori sheet, and things like that. So if you're interested in sushi and the specifics of, you know, what makes uh, really good sushi, then hopefully this should be uh, really interesting for you. But not only are we just going to focus on that, what we're going to try and do is basically spend a lot of time while we're out there. We're out there for about only 12 days, so it's not, you know, it's not as in-depth as I'd perhaps like it to be, but we're going to be focusing our in on all the regional delicacies that we can get our hands on. So in Fukuoka, it's famous for its street food stalls. Um, they're kind of not street food stalls like you get in, say, maybe Bangkok or something like that. They're more like halfway between that and a proper restaurant and bar almost they look from what i've seen i've not been there yet but uh, from what i've seen they look really sort of substantial maybe seating five or six people outside on stools while the the chef cooks for you the chef is also the the waiter and the barman uh, and the manager and everything so and there's lots and lots of those throughout fukuoka so i'm quite keen on trying that the local speciality is uh, ramen which I love ramen. Um, it's my uh, my latest bit of a love. I know it's not a new thing, but it's just something that I'm currently into. And it's like a miso pork ramen, which is with the uh, the egg noodles, the Chinese style. Um, they look like um, some people call them ramen, some people call them yakisoba noodles. But the the egg 
thin noodles with, that um, originated from China. Being in the southwest, it has a lot of trade with uh, mainland Asia, which is probably why um, the, the sort of Chinese noodles are popular down there. But the pork miso broth with the Chinese noodles, yeah, that sounds good to me. I'm going to be trying that out quite a lot. And also served with the ramen, it's popular to have gyoza as well. So gyoza is uh, a specialty down in Fukuoka as well. I love gyoza. It's one of my favourite things in Japanese food. So I'm going to be checking out lots of different kinds of gyoza down there. Uh, there's a fish market in Fukuoka as well. Not quite as big as the Tsukiji fish market in Tokyo, but still a really good fish market. So I'd quite like to try some uh, super fresh sushi from uh, near the fish market so that'll be a nice thing to do uh, we're only actually in Fukuoka for two days so we can't get too much in but we're going to try and get as much food and as much drink down as, as we can uh, whilst going and seeing these seaweed farms as well anyway so after we've finished in Fukuoka we're going to be jumping on the bullet train properly known as the Shinkansen and that's going to be zapping us up the country to our first stop after Fukuoka which is uh, Hiroshima uh, Hiroshima is in western uh, Honshu, which is the main uh, large island that Tokyo is also a part of. And um, so obviously Hiroshima is famous for having the bomb dropped on it in the war, which is obviously um, something that's defined it as a city. But uh, So we'll, I'd like to check some of the museums out about that and learn a little bit more about what led up to that and how the, the city and the countries dealt with that from a, a historical point of view. But also, from a food point of view, we're going to be checking out um, some of the Hiroshima local cuisine as well, which uh, most people don't know about. Um, so we're going to be trying um, okonomiyaki. I know okonomiyaki you can find it in lots of other places in Japan, but I have read that in um, Hiroshima, it's a kind of layered pancake. Um, so and, and also, you can make it yourself. So hopefully we'll find some uh, interesting characters who can show us how to make our own uh, Hiroshima-style okonomiyaki, do a bit of a masterclass maybe, and if we can get them to demonstrate it, hopefully you can recreate that at home uh, or in your restaurant. Um, what else? We're going to try um, some takoyaki, I think, I believe, while we're down there as well. After that, we've only got one day in Hiroshima, sadly, so after that we've got to zap all the way across uh, Honshu, to Tokyo. So we're missing a few places out, but uh, we need to be in Tokyo because the um, Japanese food fair is on, uh, Foodex, which is a trade-only fair, so uh, the public's not allowed in it, but uh, obviously due to uh, the wholesale business and Sushi Sushi, uh, we've got access to that, which is great. So hopefully we'll be able to bring you some content from there. Now, officially we can't film inside the uh, Foodex trade show, but we'll try and sneak a few photos for you, or at least some video footage, and we'll put it on the. Uh, we'll put it. We'll see what we can do anyway. We'll definitely get to some podcast interviews on there as well. So, hopefully, find out some new uh, food trends coming out of Japan that we'll be able to bring you, or you'll be able to, hopefully, replicate in your restaurant or at home. Um, so we'll be checking that out. That'll be a full day. Um, in Tokyo. We're actually spending three days in Tokyo, so we're going to try and do some fun stuff as well, not just um, not just business. So we're going to try and check out, food-wise, we're going to try and check out, check out some sushi-ya, so um, like a proper sushi bar with a, you know, a chef behind the counter, you walk in, you sit at a bar, he makes nigiri for you out of fresh fish, you know, traditional sushi bar, sushi-ya. 
we're going to try a kaiten sushi, which is uh, like your yo sushi style um, sushi train. Uh, I believe you can. There's a new one where you can actually order your sushi on a digital screen, and then it arrives on like a pretend bullet train at your table. <laughs> so I quite like the idea of that. That'd be good fun to try. Um, we're going to try um, again. Street food is something I'm interested in. It's a bit of a buzz at the moment, but um, you know, with, with Japanese food is kind of like eclipsed by sushi. So I want to try and. You know, on globally anyway, but uh, in Japan, you know, it's not all about sushi. So I want to try, you know, good curries, good udon. Um, we want to be trying, um, like, all the different kinds of, like I say, street food, like uh, the uh, tempura and karyage, yakitori. All these kind of street food sort of things are available in a few different ways. Um, one of the things I'm interested in trying is the is a uh, is a kaya which is kind of like a, a pub, basically. Uh, so, so, yeah, basically we're going to spend all time in the pub. <laughs> Why not? It's all research, isn't it? Um, so we'll be doing that. One thing I'd like to check out, which I've read looks pretty cool, is the Gyoza Stadium. So like I said before, big fan of Gyoza, and I've read that there's a place where you can get up to 100 different kinds of Gyoza from, you know, uh, 50 or so different food stalls all in one place. So that sounds like heaven to me. So I've got to check it out. Uh, again, we'll film all that for you. Um, you know, hopefully we can show you everything. Um, Non-food wise, we're going to see. We can go to check out the robot cafe. Um, we're going to check out some cat cafes. We might check out um, sumo, and we might check out someone else. Um, we're going to check out some weird pinball game that everybody seems to be playing over there, which is gambling, but it's not gambling. I don't know. I'm going to see if we can find out a bit about that. Some um, fashion, maybe, and um, yeah, just have a bit of a snoop around Tokyo. So again, after that, we'll hop on the bullet train again and zap all the way back west. We're going to go to Kyoto after we've been to Tokyo. So Tokyo, I think it's going to be quite full on. Lots of eating, lots of exploring, quite a bit of drinking. So we might be a bit hungover after Tokyo, so we're going to try and have a little peaceful few days in Kyoto. We've booked into um, uh, a ryokan. So a ryokan is a like a Japanese B&B um, <laughs> or an inn, but not like that. It's uh, all minimal, you know, the, the grass, straw, mats, and, um, you know, uh, sleep on a futon. You wear a yukata, like a traditional Japanese robe. And, yeah, it all looks really nice and relaxed and traditional. Uh, where we're staying is right in the heart of Kyoto in a place called, uh, I think it's called Gion, Gion? I don't know how to pronounce it. And that's like the, the gate, where all the, you see all the geishas walking around. You know, if you, if you, if you Google Kyoto geisha district, that's where we're staying. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So we're going to see some really old Japan, some traditional Japan. Although Kyoto is still a big city. I know there's other places where you can probably see more traditional japan perhaps in nara and places like that but you know we're on a tight schedule so while we're in kyoto food wise i want to check out tsukimono which is pickles i want to check out um one thing yeah one thing i really want to check out is the kaiseki ryori restaurants which is basically like um, a japanese take on the tasting menu um anything up to sort of 15 course meals but all tiny little beautifully designed uh, portions 
uh, all seasonal food and all very creative. And I love the idea of that. I do like fine dining. I'm not going to lie to you. I love street food and, and, and even the odd greasy burger. But fine dining's you know, something special if you can treat yourself. You know, if I could do it every day, I would. But this Kaiseki Riori sounds like, you know, it's going to be a real luxury thing. So the place that I've spotted has actually got three Michelin stars. Now, I don't think there's hardly any res uh, restaurants in the world that have got three Michelin stars. You know, I'm sure you could Google it, but... Uh, so we're going to take the opportunity when in Kyoto to go and check this one out. Fingers crossed we can get a table. If we do, we're going to film it and we'll show you all about that. Uh, and hopefully put a little restaurant review in the blog. Um, after we've had a couple of days in Kyoto, we're going to get the bullet train down to Osaka. Sadly, we've only got an uh, sorry a morning in Osaka. We haven't got much time at all uh, because our plane flies out of the Osaka airport. So, you know, we maybe just have a little quick snoop around Osaka. A big city to have a quick snoop around, so that could be tricky. Um, yeah, so we're going to fly out of Osaka and then we're going to head to Shanghai. Now, I've never been to China before, which is uh, exciting for me. So I'm going to be um, meeting some friends in Shanghai and we're going to check out um, the sort of Chinese take on, on sushi, which would be interesting. Uh, a lot of the products you buy um, or you eat in, in a restaurant when you're having sushi or any kind of Japanese food is actually from China these days um, just because the, the price of a lot of the products in Japan is prohibitively expensive for you know for, for cheaper restaurants or, or for home use and um, so a lot of the stuff you'll be buying will really be from China so I'm going to take a look at what's going off in China and seeing what the sushi scenes like in Shanghai super big super cosmopolitan city um, yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting. We're also going to go and, and check out um, some more of the, the seaweed, um, the, the, where the seaweed's manufactured in China. We're going to go and check that out as well, so hopefully we'll film some, some footage there for you. So yeah, and after that we're flying home. Uh, so yeah, pretty full-on few days. Um, we should get lots of cool information out of there, and I'm going to try my best to try and film it all for you. And uh, we're not going to edit out anything embarrassing. There's going to be some silly stuff in there as well. So that's going to be cool. Um, so, yeah, if you want to ask us any questions or, or you know, if, you, um, if you've got anything to say about the podcast or whatever, make sure you give us a shout. Uh, our email address is info at sushisushi.co.uk uh, or you can just post some comments on our blog. Uh, if you want to see the blog or you want to see all our videos or the podcast or anything like that, Jump onto our website, sushisushi.co.uk, and you can click the social button, which is at the top right of the page, and then the, the YouTube channel will pop up, the end of the blog, and, and, the, and you can subscribe to the podcast on there as well. So yeah, great. Um, any chat, anything you need to speak to us about, give us a shout. But it's been great to uh, chat to you again, and hopefully we'll be doing some more podcasts. Thanks. Bye.